everybody, and welcome to a very special mini episode of Games My Mom Found. I am Mike Elberton, and who's a cool-ass mech with me tonight? <laughs> Michael K. Hughes. So, as you already have done, we've done a few minis at this point, we are bringing you a, a uh, mini that you probably for a game you never even heard of before, Capcom's Armored Warriors, which came out in 1994 in arcade, but I, and for those that probably only anyone's ever played it, would have been the Capcom Beat-Em-Up collection that came out in 2018. 2018. So, man, I, I played a lot of beat-em-ups in my day, but this has <laughs> got to be one of the beat-em-ups that just grabbed me and put the biggest smile on my face, and I could not just stop getting over this game. Yeah, as a little insider baseball, Mike and I just, just finished playing it online over Steam, and uh, oh yeah, it's like I was damn near giddy the whole time. It's a blast. Also, the first time we ever played an online game together, co-host of Game on My Phone. Yeah. Either me or you or anybody. We have never done it before in the show. Awesome. So it's a first for the show. But also, like, so those that don't know, Armored Warriors is, is, a, is, is like, it's a beat-em-up. You know, most people should know what a beat-em-up is. You go back and forth and kill things. But you are a mech. You get to play as four different mechs, which is cool, too. And they all play completely different. I would, well, maybe not completely different. But they all, they all have kind of unique feel, you know, speed and strength kind of yeah. thing. They fall into those usual beat-em-up tropes that the different characters tend to have. God, is it fun. <laughs> I mean, they they do have different character names, but that no one gives a shit about their names. Like, it doesn't matter that one's First Lieutenant Jeff Perkins, Captain Ray Turner. Like, that doesn't yeah. matter. If it wasn't for this wiki, I would not know what their names were. I don't even think it said it in the story that we were skipping over. Nope, because when you pick their names, it says Rash, Justice, Gray. Oh, yeah, it doesn't have anything. It's only in the wiki. Yeah, it shows you the, uh, the mech names. Oh, I'm... I am a suck as well. One would not know, might not know, because I had not done. And this is the first mech game ever to be recorded on this show. Because I, I love mechs. I fucking love mechs, but I don't like mech games usually. I'm picky, and I, the only ones I really like are RPGs. I'm <laughs> a, not. I'm a closet mech enthusiast, I guess, because I, I love them too. But like, I haven't really sought out much media. Like when we were playing, I mentioned uh, Metal Warriors for the Super Nintendo, and that was probably my introduction to it. And it's kind of like this. Never played it, so I unfortunately cannot comment. I need to figure out who made that. So this game, one thing about this game that that's so impressive is, so you pick one of your four mechs, but they have their arms and leg and legs are interchangeable. As you play through this game and you fight different mechs, you get different arms, you get different cannons, you get different your melee weapon, you get different legs that affect how you jump and how you jump attack. Like, oh, it is just, <laughs> it is amazing, and they can blow off your own arm. Why the enemy can rip it off, blow it off. While you're playing, you have to grab different arms, or I mean, you want different arms anyway because you get some really cool setups. Yeah, we had no idea going into this. I just figured it was a standard beat 'em up. You just happen to play as giant robots, and then we find these power ups laying on the ground of enemies you just defeated, and pick it up, and all of a sudden you have a drill hand, and you're using it to kill other guys, and ah, uh, it's so cool. It is one of the most fun I've had at a beat 'em up in years. That could have been partly because I was playing two player, but also it's just the the action. It's so phonetic. So like you are constantly just fighting new mechs all the time. Like you are just new things are just being dropped at you. Mechs are coming out. You even have random foot soldiers that walk in that do absolutely <laughs> nothing to shoot at you and just walk. We just crush them. Yep, I think that's how the first level ended. Is uh, the door opens and the, the guys come out and start shooting. Your mechs just run them over as they go in. I mean, I. I love mech fiction, but I, I got to say, if I was ever in a world that had mechs, I, especially mechs that are as giant as this, that are probably like three stories tall, <laughs> I would never go towards them with a, if I was a little human person. Like, never. Like, what the no, fuck no. are you thinking? 
Not anywhere near them. I mean, there are certain mech worlds where a guy can take out a pilot, you know, could take out a mech. Like, I think it happens in Mech, mech Assault 2, Lone Wolf, where you can, you know, jump in the mech with a little grappling hook, which I never play, but need to someday. Oh, so it's... I can understand in certain worlds, but in this world, the mechs are so giant, like, there is absolutely no way you could do nothing without a mech <laughs> against other mechs. This, is, this had to be an experience for those that were lucky enough to get to play this. I've never seen this before in arcade. I didn't even know this game existed until very recently when I seen some arcade videos on, on SNES Trunk and things. Yeah, it was like I just kind of offhand mentioned, like, hey, we should get that Capcom Beat'em collection. That'd be for some good minis. And we're reading through the game list like, what the heck is Armored Warriors? I've never heard of that. Yeah, and I wasn't even like I was like I'm not paying twenty dollars for that collection. Then it went on sale for ten dollars, which it is not at this time. But it went on sale. I'm like, okay, you know, if you grab it, if you buy it, I'll buy it. So all of a sudden, you send me a screenshot of you owning the game, and I'm like, well, I guess I'm playing it. No, oh, it's so worth it already. Like this thing was so much fun. Yeah, and I I'm I like beat 'em ups, but I don't play them anymore because they're just you know they're, they're simple games. They don't really there's not a lot to them. You know, I mean, the old days of beating them up, sitting next to your friend, you know, drinking some pop like those days are long gone for me. And to be able to sit down and play a two player beat them up over Steam like this over Skype was just such a fan. And this game is just a fantastic experience. <laughs> it's, yeah, it was a damn good time. I mean, it has different levels like the levels vary. Like you have your normal, you have it. You even have an underwater level for one part, but the levels are generic. It doesn't it doesn't matter to beat them up. It plays like every other beat them up you ever played before. Yeah, you gotta fight the, the octopus tank from Captain America and the Avengers. Okay, that fight was annoying. <laughs> <laughs> he kicked our ass, too. Oh, yeah, those bosses are, they're no joke. I mean, yeah, he does look like that boss completely, but much more maneuverable and... <laughs> God, but it's still, the fact that what makes this game kind of unique in a beat-em-up is the fact that we said before, you get the different arms, you get different cannons, you get different legs. Like, you can blow off your legs and then equip spider legs, or equip conveyor belt legs. Yeah, tank the tank treads. That's better than conveyor belt legs. You know how many how many beat 'em ups can say that you can change your character like that? Not a lot, I don't think. Not a lot. Like you said, I think the comparison I made when we were playing was a uh, Inhander for the PlayStation One. The Square, it would have been Square Soft at the time. The yeah, shoot 'em up, where you could grab uh, different guns from the enemies and use them like that. As much as I love Square Soft, I don't. I have never played that game yet. It's a tough one. I'll be on the oh someday for the show I have to because I love Squaresoft. I'm a big fan of especially that era of Squaresoft. Oh yeah, they got real adventurous there for the PS1 era. Yes, they did. We will probably cover a majority <laughs> of them on the show just just because they need to be recorded. So I mean, the thing about this game is like is it, it, we were saying it has four different mechs to choose from. You have a yellow one, which is kind of like your fast, speedy little guys who you played. Mike played as almost the entire game. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm always. Always a sucker for the, the fast characters, like even if they were the weakest. But it also reminded me of the frog. Uh, God damn it. Zord, I guess. <laughs> the frog Zord. Zord from the, the first uh, the Power Rangers movie. Got to say it right. The Mighty Morphin Power Rangers official movie. Colon the movie. <laughs> yeah, I probably have to, I haven't seen it in years. But yeah, if I remember correctly, those doors don't last long either. No, they're not until the very end of the movie either. And I think they don't in the series. They only have them for a little bit before they switch swords again. Anyway, I could be wrong. I'm not a. I'm not. I'm not a Power Ranger guy. Yeah, that movie is about where I checked out of it. So we'd have to ask Rich about that. Yeah, he's not on this episode. So. <laughs> but yes, and it's just it's very interesting. And then you're also you have a you have a the second one you have that you can choose from is I would say in the fitting of the way they go up in strength. You have an orange mech, which as Mike called a Mario, which is a very good way to put it. <laughs> 
like in Mario 2, he just kind of was like standalone. Like he's he's not too fast, but he's still faster and you know weaker. But he, he was a very like average. Like I liked him a lot. He was probably my favorite. And I and beat him up. So I always like to play as like the middle guy. Yeah, balanced. I yeah, I, I have to have balance. I don't like super fast and weak. I don't. I hate super strong. Even though I used to play as Hagar in Final Fight 2 all the time. <laughs> so I don't know. That's just for the spectacle of it because he's the the main dude. <laughs> he's just awesome. But that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> It's just this game really, and then the the third character we kept calling him Alucard because he has a blue mech, which is a little bit taller, a little bit slower, but he's not like it's not too slow or anything. Like he's a he's another decently medium round. Also in beat 'em ups, you usually don't have four players, or usually I feel like three is the main thing. No, it's kind of cool. That this game gives you four different players, four different mechs to choose from. Mm-hmm. Yes, and, three players, four characters. Yeah, and I'm watching a three-player video right now, and God, is it hectic! Like this game, <laughs> just get, like there were times me and Mike were playing, we couldn't, we didn't know who the hell, what was going on. We were just, we didn't care. We we're just slashing away and listening to the awesome music and mechs being destroyed and hearing laser beam. Or <laughs> yeah, just laser. A, a very metal slug thing. Whenever you pick up a weapon, it tells you what it is in the the little digitized voice. And even when we played this, if we were talking on Skype at the same time, and you, and you it would suddenly echo us, and it, it fit with the game because when it would come <laughs> to the echo, it sounded kind of like in 16-bit era like sound for some reason. It was diffusing the sound a little bit, maybe because we had the two different audio channels going, and it just had this little bit like it, it fit the game perfectly. Where it almost sounded like it was coming from the game itself. <laughs> Dead. And you were you know you were in a mech next to me killing all these other mechs like it was. Just, <laughs> oh. And then uh, each weapon seemed to have special attacks attributed to them but we couldn't figure out how we were doing them like the laser claw would sometimes shoot out an energy ball but like we tried to do it in inputs and it just wasn't consistent with it we didn't look up any like we came in this game completely blind like i knew it existed but i knew very little about it and it's also kind of like it's a super fun experience but it's kind of forgettable yeah that's we had to record right away otherwise yeah. i feel like it's just gonna fade away real quick you fight so many. Oh, I should mention the fourth character is a big green mech. That's the slow, fast, strong. You know, slow, strong, slow, fast, slow, slow, strong guy. What am I saying? And I hated him completely. Hated yeah, him. he was your favorite guy. Terrible. <laughs> I just cannot handle that. In a, especially in a mech game, and, and this game is so fast paced that he fe- to me he felt out of place. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like this, the, the combat. I hate to use the buzzword, but it's so visceral. Everything's happening so fast and. Like I said, it's, it gets to the point where it's hard to keep track of stuff, even more than a normal beat-em-up. Oh, yeah, I didn't know what the hell was going on. <laughs> I mean, there is a story to this, too. Like, they have they come and talk to you, but I didn't fucking care. No, I don't know. Yeah, I was actually kind of surprised. Even, like, mid-level, it'd pop up with a text box. Although, the two times the guy came in and dropped down our Megazord thing... By the way, there's different <laughs> Megazords. Yeah, each, uh, each of the normal, the four playable characters creates a different part of the the megazord like the little speedy yellow one becomes a chainsaw arm if you're playing with two players if you're playing with three players the yellow one becomes a tail oh there's a different mech if you're playing with three players looks kind of like t-rex oh man this game just keeps getting cooler (laughs) i mean there are two different points in this game where they get where we give you what we call we're calling a megazord the guy's like i need some help he's like i got you burns or somebody's name burns doesn't matter and they drop off an enhancement that combines your characters into a Megazord. And whoever the first player is, they have control of the movement, while the other characters have control of the arms, different arms. It works. Cool. <laughs> Shouldn't work just fine. It was great. This would be like one of those rare arcade cabinets that I think I'd actually want to track down, like Turtles in Time. <sighs> the only reason I want an arcade cabinet is I want that four-player Turtles cabinet so I can put it in my basement and hack it and put a retro pie in it. It's the only uh, reason I want a cabinet. That'd be all right. But this would be a cool cabinet to have. 
Yeah. <laughs> I don't see myself playing this game probably ever again because I'm that's me. But come oh, on, no was way, it a man. fun forty minutes? Like I, I know I need to be playing the next the game for the next episode of the show, but like I kind of want to sit down and play through it again. Play through the two. It's less than an hour or about an hour. I think it was about an hour, which is kind of longer for some beat-em-ups. Some beat-em-ups you can beat in 20 minutes. But this one, I mean, it didn't, like, we weren't bored. There wasn't a point, I mean, I was like, you could tell the game was coming to an end, but it wasn't boring. Like, that's one thing I have to say about this game. Like, it is, with weapons constantly changing. Like, there's one weapon's a freaking lightsaber looking. They call it the laser, was it laser blade or something? But it's a lightsaber. <laughs> yeah. And oh, it, straight up. it would cut mechs in half, and you would see it like the old, you know, where they cut in half and they start to fall apart. It was so cool. Oh, especially when you fight these little robots or little robot circles that fly around with a pilot. And when you cut them in half, you see the pilot just sitting there before it just blows up. <laughs> and that brought me such joy. You can just imagine he's questioning his life choices up to that point. Well, when the guys come out and shoot at the mech, why are you shooting at a giant mech with a machine gun? Why? They're better than the civilians, you say, when the last level that just kind of run around your mech while you're fighting still. But they don't get like, hurt. They're invincible, apparently. Yeah, but like, still, get out fire. Of turned off i guess <laughs> i can't imagine this game with friendly fire if it had it on Jesus. we we wouldn't be able to play yeah probably not we'd just be killing each other all the time i mean there was and it's cool like also there's like a world map type thing when, when each time it shows you a stage it shows you two different planets it shows you the earth not earth but the earth and then it shows you the raya and it has different little uh squares that are they get colored in as you as you beat a level. It colors in, and you go and you see your little ship fly to different areas on these between these two planets. Yeah, you got you got to have that story in there somewhere. I mean, it, it's kind of like how Final Fight is, where it shows you going different parts of the city. The same idea, but it's cool. Like it is a really cool, you know, little feature to this game. Even though, I mean, again, you're not concerned. You're just blowing things up. Like there's one attachment. It's like a pincer claw type thing, and it was you would you could reach out. And if you reach out, enemies at the right spot, he would grab them and then. Bang them on the ground, bang them behind them, just bang them. And I grabbed one of the bosses, just banged them well, and I held them, and then Mike was shooting them. And it was just <laughs> pure joy. It really was. Like, uh, it, it, like, real quick, you get to that point where you're like, oh, I know that weapon. I want that one. That was a lot of fun, which for you is usually the laser blade or just the laser cannon. I have a thing for Star Wars. Oh, yeah. And you I, know. and I, every, every, anytime you're going to give me a, 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 a lightsaber. I don't care what game we're playing. I don't care how good it is. I'm going to use it. <laughs> I am with like saw blades and chainsaws. I feel like, which was made me really happy when I was playing the yellow mech, and she's got little chainsaws that come out when you attack in the air. That's why you didn't want to stop playing as her, huh? <laughs> I didn't care for her. She wasn't. I tried her. The orange one was my favorite. I'm just fascinated with mechs. Like my my mech love comes from Xenogears big time, oh, which yeah. has not been on the show yet, unfortunately. <laughs> But that that's what that that's a game that made me fall in love with Mac. It wasn't Gundam like it should have been, like for a lot of people, probably Gundam. I never even seen much Gundam yet, unfortunately. Yeah. I have one of the Dynasty Warriors Gundam games, but I barely played it. I don't have mm. I don't have much knowledge about the series. That's those games are something that require a lot of podcasting or other people to play and just yeah, they're oh, hard. Yeah, for sure. I played one and beat it and tried to a thousand point it, but that's a whole other story. <laughs> So Armored Warriors also has, there's another weapon we hadn't mentioned. It's called like the Spark or something. It's like a saw blade that electrocutes your enemies. And it's just super cool. Chain everything, Spark. It's cool. What's it called? Chain Spark? Chain According spark. To that's, this, that's a better name for it. This wiki? I'm going to go with the wiki. Yeah, more or less. I mean, again, I wasn't looking at any option. I wasn't looking at, I wasn't looking at anything. I was just 
hitting buttons and just mashing and killing mechs and watching things <laughs> blow up. Like you get a freaking flamethrower out of lighting people on fire. You get napalm grenade and there's a fire everywhere. And it was just a joyous experience. Yeah, that thing was crazy. It fits this game. This game is just crazy, chaotic action. I mean, you even get like a, a jet thing for your legs, which I didn't care for, but it looks cool. Yeah, and they, they each give you different uh, attacks. Like I said before, even the legs give you different abilities. Like I think the the turbo jet, you could like shoot up into the air and then shoot missiles down. Yes, and in classic beat 'em up fashion, there is a level or two that's a side scrolling level, or or just kind of like a run and gun where you're just constantly moving. Like one of them's in North America, and you're just moving across the level, just shooting things. Yeah, which you have infinite ammo. Normally you have ammo for the the ranged weapons, but those stages they give you infinite. And the range weapons keep changing, too, which is cool. Like, you have a Vulcan cannon you start with, which is just like a machine gun, which is okay. You get a laser cannon. You get a lot of nice, cool things. Homie missiles. And this game doesn't sound cool. You need to play it. <laughs> okay, if you're like, if you're even mildly interested, pick up the Capcom beat-up collection when it's on sale. You won't be, you won't be, you won't be sorry. If you like yeah. We're one game into the, the collection, and it's already worth the $10, so. Well, that's like we're getting episodes out of it, but yes. <laughs> It's completely worth it for to me. Like, I have not had this much fun to beat them up in years. It's yeah, it's definitely been a while. Like we played Night Slashers, which that'll be out by now. Uh, it's yeah. it's a lot of fun too. But man, there's just something about this one that that really grabbed us. Well, I'm I'm a mech lover. I just I don't play enough mech thing. But also the mechs, there's such a variety of mechs. You even have mechs that come on the screen, like in many beat 'em ups, shoot a missile or shoot an object and then run away, like in Turtles in Time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the bomb. And, and it was fun. Like every mech had just such a cool. The pixel art in this game is gr- is is great. It is great 16 bit style pixel art. Too bad it wasn't Super Nintendo. Probably too many things happened. Yeah, run out there. Well, we we had talked about that when we were playing. Like, I wonder if the sprites are too detailed for the Super Nintendo. And now that I'm looking at it and watching the video, it probably was. Hmm. That's a shame. Yeah, because this would have been great on Super Nintendo. This is a game that I would have loved as a kid and played multiple times. Yeah, it would have been one of those ones where here, 26 years later, be like, you never heard of Armored Warriors? And unfortunately now it's like, you never heard of Armored Warriors, did you? Of course not. But <laughs> it's yeah, one of those games. I mean, there's pick there's pickups that, you know, you get little health score, score that don't matter. But the fact that you can get your arm blown off in a game or get your arm ripped off by some mechs, I mean, that, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm a sucker for anything that lets you switch up your character on the fly, whether it be different weapons or whatever. No, and and they're also there. Like there's one, there's one of the enemies that you fight, like the recurring boss throughout this game that keeps coming back. For some reason, his little picture art looks like the, as Mike had said, looks like the guy from Wing Commander. <laughs> Cats. For those Cats. that have no idea what no, we're talking uh, about, zero wing. All your blaze base belong to us. That guy. <laughs> I'm sure you've seen that meme or something. It looks just like he's got the the one leg like, mechanical eye and whatnot. It's just, Good stuff. I mean, the boss fights are fine in this game. There's nothing like to write home about or nothing I can really even remember now. They're just mechs. I just remember the last two are serious quarter munchers. Oh, yeah. There's also there's also a, a bonus level, I think, in this game where you chase after a train. Did we do that? We did it. I mean, maybe it wasn't bonus, but there's there's that there's that level uh, railroad and flame where you're just chasing down the train. There's a timer ticking. And you have to blow up. The train. Oh yeah, it was one of those shooter levels. That's right. I, it was the second one of the two, and I really liked it. It's pretty cool. When you have infinite ammo, it's just fun to just uh, unload in this game. You don't get infinite ammo much, but it was fun when you had it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't mind switching weapons too often either. It's kind of like God. I don't want to compare it to Breath of the Wild, but it is kind of nice to be able to try try out different stuff. Yeah, 
It, and I was I, normally I'm not big into that, but this game I had no problem with it. It's it's fun. Everything's everything about it. Super <laughs> fun. When you I don't have when you don't have to pay quarters to to get an, another life. Oh, I I wouldn't recommend this to quarters at all. <laughs> but when you can play in the Capcom beat 'em up collection, you can just play with a friend on Steam. I mean, me and him are both in two different states. I'm in Minnesota, and he's in where the Kansas City Chiefs are from. You know, Kansas City, Kansas. <laughs> so you know, it's it's something that it's something that you can pick up and play and, and play with a friend. You know, across the country. It's pretty awesome. Technology is amazing when it works. You know, even when it doesn't work, the fact that it does work majority of the time, it's all good. Mm-hmm. There was. A couple of things I, I do want to say, like one, each character is like, a, I, I like the portraits of all four characters, except for the green one. He was ugly as fuck and screw <laughs> that guy. But the girl looks cool. The rest are cool. One guy looks like Alucard from Castlevania. Like, it's just cool. The girl kind of looks like Meryl from Metal Gear Solid. Maybe that's why I liked her so much. I really like Meryl a lot. She's pretty great. It's, it's just a it's high tension action game. Mm-hmm. So I hate to use the buzzword, but everything about it's so visceral. Like, again, everything happens so fast. Oh, yeah. I want to reiterate. Uh, and, and then we should mention, because, again, this game thinks it's Captain America and the Avengers. The last level you end up, you end up beating the boss you've been dealing with from the first game, from the first level. And after you beat him, because no one cares about the story in this game, you end up going to space. Like you blow up the building and the and you and you have to go to space to tackle the, the last bait, the last of this force that you're fighting that's running, that's fleeing from you. And this is when the game gets quarter munchy. Like, the level's not bad. Like, none of these levels felt very quarter-munchy. Yeah, I died a few times, but I mean, we had infinite credits, of course, so we didn't give a shit. But <laughs> it didn't feel overly quarter-munched like some games I played. Yeah, like Night Slashers. Yeah, that, well, I was playing on a on a phone, so it was quarter-munchy just because of that. But that was part, yeah, but that game is quarter-munchy. And that was the nice thing about this game. It didn't, it didn't feel that way. It didn't feel overly difficult, especially when yeah. I wasn't really trying hard. Yeah, until those last couple of bosses, they, they definitely were doing, like, Big chunks of life bar with each attack. Too much. Oh, before we talk about the final boss, we should talk about the one weapon we missed that I didn't use, but you used. Which one is that? The shield. Oh, yeah, the shield that shoots missiles out of it. You get a shield rocket launcher that doesn't use ammo. Wiki says a rare weapon in the game. Shield arm only shoots out projectiles such as missiles. Different combinations of the joystick and buttons can have the shield arm either use the shield as a as defense or shoot out versions of the projectile. See what you mean? Oh, no, there's things in this game that we didn't even yeah. find. So there are combina- button combinations. Huh. And we got it. And before we wrap this episode, we do got to talk about one, oh, one I forgot to mention. There are octopus legs like thingies that you can jump up and stuff. Not octopus legs, but like four legs. Fire legs. Yeah. Fire legs, yeah. Things are cool. <laughs> I didn't like it. But the final boss, for some reason, the first form of him looks like the Brontosaurus mech from Power Rangers when the Dragon Zord can morph into. <laughs> Somebody get that reference. But it, it's that's when the game got a little odd. Like yeah. it, it's not odd, but just like that's when it got quarter munchy because like the first form oh, isn't yeah. so bad, but the second form when he has two laser cannons on the side shooting at you, he has a middle cannon that's going back and forth shooting at you, and he has a lot of iframes. Like you can't. Yeah, just, like, like we couldn't really tell when we were damaging it. Just watching the life bar. So that was a little annoying to me, like because this game the bosses don't really have enemies don't really have iframes. You could just keep piling on them if you get the chance. But in this fight, since he's immobile, they put iframes on him to make it take longer. And you just are getting damage left and right where I could see it being a huge quarter muncher. And you're at the end end of the game. So you're not going to stop. You're going to grab your last dollar you have to beat this game. If you're that bad. I mean, I would have. Oh, yeah. When you're that far into it. I need a dollar. I need money, please. He's putting out your life into that game. Must look good. Get to the end. I'm okay with the hour I just gave this game. Oh, yeah. 
There are a lot of games on this show that I give an hour to I, I want back, but I'm okay with this one. <laughs> it won't be the last hour I give to this one for sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure that too. Like also <laughs> the final boss, like you can see his brain pulsating, you see his heart pulsating in the front too, which I didn't notice till just now, but it is it's cool. It was very strange. Just exposed brain. Well, I mean they're in like little jars, but whatever. have you played Resident Evil, sir? Yeah, I've heard of this. Have you played Super Metroid or Metroid or Metroid Zero? Yeah. Speaking of Metroid, the last boss's name is M Brain. Like, is this supposed to be a reference to Mother Brain? Who knows? I mean, it came out in the '90s, so sure. Yeah. Who's to say? I mean, even the ending screen of this game is cool. Right, like a little like drawing, like Street Fighter Two looking drawing of them just of all the characters kind of standing together. It reminded me something from Street Fighter Two. Yeah, I think the reference I made was a Turtles arcade game when they jump out the, the oh, window. Yeah, at the beginning. Or depending on how many turtles you have, they appear in different spots on the screen. It's a really interesting little game. <laughs> and of course, there's score, but who gives a shit about score? I mean, not, yeah. not day and age. I, right, I, didn't, we... I didn't care back then. I don't care now. Yeah, I didn't care back then either. I really don't care now. <laughs> that should be no so strange. And apparently this game is called Power Gear in Japan. Ooh, I kind of like that name. I do, too. I'm okay with Armored Warriors, even though it's a very generic name. But still. I guess they wanted to be confused with Power Stone here. They're both Capcom. I sort of know what you're talking about. Dreamcast game. Never played it, but I know of it. I never played Dreamcast really ever, so. That's yeah, well, people will tell you it's a great system, but uh, it's it's kind of not. <laughs> yep. I've heard that. <laughs> All right, any last thing to say before we go to Shelfer Box and this mini? I don't think so. I think we covered this pretty well. Yeah. I agree. I just want to. I always like to double check. <laughs> All right, let's go to shelf for boxing. I'll go first for a change. I think it's obvious this game is going on the shelf. I <laughs> am not a huge Vino fan, but I had so much joy playing through this game. Even if I played this game by myself, I would have had joy playing it and playing with Mike and just getting to be a mech and destroy other mechs and rip things apart and grab mechs and bang them like they're a toy. Like it was a joy that I I was not expecting, and I'm so grateful I got to have. So this game will go on the shelf, and I'll be recommending this game to everybody I get the chance to talk about <laughs> beat em ups. I will recommend this game. Hell yeah. Oh yeah, like, obviously it's going on the shelf. Like, if you haven't gathered that over us gushing about it this whole episode, it's just kind of a bummer that I've never heard about it. Like, as much as Capcom loves to do its sequels, I would have loved to have seen more of this, you know, 26 years after the fact. But, I feel like... <laughs> yeah, it's a bummer. It, but yeah, like... Been... Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, you're good. You can tell. You can tell. It's your. You're good. Yeah, I just think we covered it pretty well. It's it's just such a blast to play. And like I said, I'm definitely going to play it again, probably very soon. So check it out if you can. It's just too bad we just never got re-released in anything else but the Capcom beat. At least it's out now and available on PS4. But it's like it's a shame this game wasn't out sooner. Yeah, definitely. Because like even those previous Capcom collections, I don't think it was on any of those. No, it's the first time it ever came out um, after arcade. Jeez. Oh, even like Captain Commando, which is also on this collection, has been out in tons of other things. Mm-hmm. And on Super Nintendo port. Yep. Which will be on a mini too at some point. Alright, so that about wraps up everything for this. I want to thank you guys for listening to another mini episode of Games My Mom Found. If you like this, we have other minis. We do regular episodes every week, so definitely check those out. We do comics, we do MCU episodes, so check those out too. If you enjoyed this show, tell someone. Let your friends know how much you enjoy this. That's a great way to help out the show, is let people know how much fun you have listening to us talk because it helps us out a lot, and we, we love when people do that. So, let people know. Give a shout-out to our awesome intro and outro, courtesy of Bobby, a.k.a. Mike Stoney, from his EP, Bite the Bullet. Definitely check him out. Be a link in the show notes. 
And follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Where I'm constantly posting new images of what's going on with the show. And I want to thank you again for listening. We will see you guys all next time. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye.